Hmm. What's that, Ned? Kia's getting a ute. Yeah? What's it called? She'll call it the Kia Tugger. I don't remember you kicking a thousand. The Kia Buddy. If you want a name that really qualifies, surely the Kia Aloisi. Keep your shirt on, John. The Kia Maka might be a bit more contemporary. Nah. The Volk's got a nice ring to it. If it's rings they're after, surely the Kia Big Dell. Yeah, it's like a big silver trophy. It's not a bowling one, is it? I reckon there's a discount for Australia there. Australian captains. All of fame are coming through. We crowd the nice. Oh, welcome back to Sports Day. Well, if you haven't seen that ad, make sure you do because uh, it is an absolutely cracking ad. It's a, uh, an ad that introduces the new Kia Ute. And we're about to speak to uh, a legend of the game in Dermot Brereton who featured in that ad. I reckon he could have gone with five-time day and night, but he introduced himself as uh, Hall of Famer coming through, which you may have heard, but uh, he understated it in many ways. But, uh, gee, as I introduce you, Adam, uh, Adam White joins us. Uh, there are just so many great names in that. I reckon Dipper would be absolutely <laughs> filthy that he wasn't called up. It was the who's who, wasn't it? I don't know what sort of budget they had, Kia, oh. to get uh, all those big names in there. But uh, to convince Lance Franklin to do it, I think that was the most impressive. Um, and Ash Barty. Yeah, that's right. And Ash Barty, I think, was the best actor of the lot. She was fantastic. She was in good, yeah. She just kept on downplaying <laughs> the trophy right. that they were looking good. for in the trophy cabinet. Well, enough of us. Let's talk to the man himself who is in the ad. Uh, it would have been just uh, a joy to make, I'm sure. Dermot Brereton joins us on the eve of uh, what's going to be another fascinating uh, final. Welcome to you, Dermot. Oh, hi, Jared. Hi, Whitey. How are you going, lads? We're going Good. pretty well. We're, I saw the ad for the first time today and I, I looked at it and I thought, what a fantastic ad. And uh, you came charging through with the pies and... Uh, uh, it must have been a joy to be part of it. Oh, mate, you, you, you picked up on that. It was a couple of really stone-cold palmers. Given that I took about 15 takes, yeah, uh, yeah, set it too soon, set it too late, had the palmers too low, had yeah. them too high, blocked my face, all that sort of stuff. So they were stone-cold. But one of the... Um, there's tight. If you keep watching it, you'll see tiny little nuances anywhere, and one of them is that they're um, the people I barred through. They're all wearing Essendon colours. Oh, is that right? No, I didn't pick that up. <laughs> I've only seen it on social medias yet, but uh, I like that. So, so, Jim, what I want to know is, it was everyone there together and did it in the one day or a couple of days or did people come at different times? Because it's hard to get that many big names in the same room at the same time. Well, as you would be well aware, how long these things take to shoot. Yeah. My brief four or five seconds on screen took uh, setting up and the likes. Uh, I was downstairs doing my takes, took about 15 minutes. That's yep. it. Uh, but but they were setting up all the extras and everything. You know, you, you probably, and setting up for that shot probably was two, two and a half hours. So it ran over a couple of days, um, which was kind of good because, I, I mean, I would have loved to have seen some more people 
the, in the ad there because I know quite a few of them and it would have been great to say hello. You only get to catch up with people like that mm. at that weird and wonderful events. Um, the, I tell you who acted brilliantly and, I, and I've never met him before and he is uh, j- seriously just the best guy. Scott Sattler, he's the one who's got like the little pieces on the edge of the um, uh, the pool table, and he's saying, "I was chasing him. I wasn't yep, going to yep. get him. I got him." Yep. Yeah, he was from the uh, about twenty years ago. The NRL Grand finally made that rundown tackle. Yep. What a great bloke! And I just reckon the way he verbalised that, it came across so naturally. And he's yeah, and it, and just seemed to be a champion bloke. I got on really well with him. He's uh, one of SEN's uh, own, I think, uh, Derm, and he's, uh, he's famous for that tackle, and uh, he, he tells a great story about it. Uh, we've had him on air plenty of times. Uh, who else did you enjoy listening to? Oh, look, Damien, Damien Oliver. Yeah. I get on very well with him. and Well, it, it's fair to say that Ollie was never going to have a career in football, but I would also say equally as fair to say is that his ego wasn't the thing stopping him. Right. Uh, he's not hard on him, not hard on himself, Ollie. Um, so <laughs> he was he was very good at it. Uh, yeah. So uh, and the, and the two lads from the Broncos. I tell you what, <laughs> the younger fellow. How big is he? He is monstrously big. And where was it done, Dur? It was done in oh, Bondi Junction. There's a right. pub in Bondi Junction. And apparently this old pub has been used several times in commercials because once you step inside, it feels like an old country pub. It's got yep. that feel to it. So, so it's a real working pub that, Obviously, shut its doors for two to three days, definitely two days, perhaps three either side. Um, Yeah, to get the commercial done. But, uh, yeah, there were some pretty heavy hitters in there. Uh, (laughs) I I don't know. Well, clearly, I know what I got paid, but uh, I, I would have hated to have seen the... I would have loved to have seen the overall budget and swap my <laughs> meagre wage with some of the others. But uh, who do you reckon was been... top of the tree? Who would have needed a Kia U to uh, take their portion portion of the salary cap out? Well, uh, put it this way: if they gave me a Kia U, that's well and over and above what uh, I got paid. Um, I don't think what the price of a Kia Ute is going to be will cover Ash Barty's wage right. or even Buddy's wage. Mm. I think uh, Buddy being at the top of the tree just retired and Ash Barty played each weekend for a million bucks. So <laughs> That's right. Can't see He's not getting out of bed <laughs> yeah. for a tyre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very true. Well, there's a, there's a couple of texts here that says that the Ute should be called the Kia Kid. I'm not against that. Yeah, I wouldn't have. Well, I tell you what, if they did call it that, I'd get one free. Well, I hope I would. Derm, we did a game together on the weekend, and I couldn't believe how the Suns' lack of energy uh, came through. Maybe they did a hard training block prior to that match. But uh, tell me, what have you learned out of the out of the the preseason comp that you can believe, and uh, what uh, are you worried about that you may not quite believe at the moment? Yeah, well, one thing I can believe we we were gobsmacked at how good the Giants yeah. are. No, <laughs> right. no, no noticeable weaknesses. I think the teams that are going to keep on will 
uh, yeah, keep on keeping on. Um, it was interesting yesterday, and I know it's been the talk today, uh, the Jimmy Webster bump. Um, yeah, it's outdated. Um, David said 10. I, I, I think that is astronomically over the top. Uh, four would seem right last year, but if they are going to make a stand, I think it will get bumped up to, you know, five or six. And, and whatever it lands on, a six or seven, um, the, the footballing world, I can't remember Jimmy Webster ever committing to an act like this. So no. he's got a pretty good record. Yep. He's a pretty good character. And he's shown very, very uh, a serious um, remorse yep. after the incident. And he's been honest with that. Uh, I would think if it lands on six, I'd say that they probably say, Jimmy, you've shown remorse. You put your hand up straight away. You're a long-term player. You're, you're literally in the veterans class now. You've never done anything like this before. You got it horribly wrong. It's worth six. Um, we'll give you one off for all your good behaviour and the fact that you showed genuine remorse. Take five. And I think that's probably about right, I'd say, where I feel it probably should be in 2024. Uh, uh, yeah, tremendous fellow, Jimmy. Uh, he's been a wonderful player. And and Jai Simkin got ruled out of the match too. So um, I think that would be out. So, Dem, from from the entire weekend of footy, are there any teams that you've kind of changed your mind on going into the season or are you just holding firm that it is only a practice match and you shouldn't change your, your view on, on one practice match? Uh, I'm a believer, and Jared knows this, I'm a believer that you watch till halftime. If you're serious, you probably watch through to the first major changes of personnel in the third quarter, and there you, you've got your result there. They take their finger off the button, um, which was, dis as, as Jared said, which is disappointing about the Suns because their finger was never on the button. They had it on the button for three goals in the first quarter, um, for, for seven or eight minutes, and that was it. So that was disappointing. But, yeah, I've watched to – you know, well, I don't watch. Um, I do watch. I feel that the real football of how that team is situated right now is up until about the 10 to 12-minute mark of the third quarter. And so you try and look at where the two teams were placed in that time frame, and that's what I think you get your, your, your major – sort of uh, indicators from. Yep. I think that's fair enough. For, what about you, Jared? From what you saw over the weekend, you saw most of the oh, I saw I saw a lot of the games. In fact, I saw all games, bar I only saw about a half of the Bulldogs and uh, Hawthorne. I'd seen that uh, play out the week before. Uh, I think, I think as I said last week, the, the balance between you being a good team and a bad team for a lot of teams is about three or four players. And Carlton have lost three or pl four players and they've gone from being, you know, they were on a roll and, and right now they've got to get them back because they haven't got a replacement for uh, their full back. They haven't got a replacement for Sammy Walsh. Um, it's it's so, you know, we can sit here and... One of the things, Jared, Jared, one of the things with Carlton I, I noticed, which won't happen in game, is whoever was playing on, on Sardi yep. just took him to the last line. Every time Sardi got the ball, he was within 25 metres of his own defensive goal and he was kicking out. 
what you want Sadi to do is be picking up a man somewhere around the half-back line, float up through the middle. And once he gets that, that run through mm. the middle, he's devastating. But, you know, they just played him as a backman, said yep. lockdown, we're yep. not playing that well. So little things like that, little nuances like that, you've got to look beyond that. So Carlton will perform better, I think, uh, in their first game than, they, than they've showed us um, already. So, yeah, yeah, little nuances. You've got to just try and uh, uh, temper your enthusiasm on some teams as well. But, yeah, they do have a couple of issues to cover, but they're going to be better than what they've showed us. Yeah, I think I think the point I was getting to, Doom, was that there's about eight to nine teams that are going to uh, fight it out for the bottom four sides in the eight, and a lot of that is going to do with injury more than any other uh, element. And that and history says yeah. that last year yeah. and probably the year before yeah. that that has happened, hasn't it? Teams that have yeah. not been able to cope with injuries have come back yep. to the pack really quickly. When they get them back, all of a sudden they, they start, start to, to win fire again. again. The, the, uh, the Eagles so what is yeah, 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 the Eagles. Um, well, the Eagles, I, yeah. I looked at them, they get a few guns back and, and they're going to be competitive, but gee, it's going to be a long rebuild. Absolutely. I mean, how good did they look when Jeremy McGovern has the ball, yeah. um, intercepts the ball? And he's one thing that people don't realise about Jeremy McGovern, for a big bloke around 194, 195 centimetres, his field kicking is extraordinary. Yeah, it's, it's a, he's a beautiful kick, and we saw that a few times on the weekend. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. And, Whitey, just on the, the injury front, uh, there have been some seasons, you know how we... Our weird little minds, we, we study football in each and every possible way we can. There have been some seasons over the last 20 where if one player, player number one in the jumper misses 10 games, player number two misses five, that's an accumulation of 15. So if you go right through each list, the accumulation of missed games to injuries um, apart from the fact that we've had the Eagles in North Melbourne who haven't been all that competitive and Hawthorne were regenerating, all the other teams, it almost works identical. The team with the most injuries sustained, missed games through injury, they are the flip of the AFL ladder. Yeah. Mm. It, it doesn't work perfectly every year, but there are some years it does work and correlate perfectly so there there has to be something in there so I agree with Jared that it will be that those teams that have a reliance on half a dozen if they lose three of their good players good luck. for eight games they probably win one or two of those games and that puts them at the lower end of the eight or even outside Derm thanks for your time and uh, congratulations on your acting very good <laughs> All I can do is have a giggle at that. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Have a great evening. Bye-bye. Dermot Burden, part of, uh, obviously, AFL Nation and SEN footy as well. We'll take a break and uh, come back. I've got a couple of questions for Jared while I'm in here and a couple of observations of my own. It's Sports Day.